Lesson 19 The Nature of the Universe and Humanity's Place Within It February 4, 2021 May God's great blessing of divine love flow into your souls, so that you may be transformed and awakened in this highest and most holy of blessings upon you. I am Jesus. I have come yet again to speak to the world and to bring truths to the world. It is my fervent wish that my words will be heard and considered, and that which I speak of to foster the spiritual progression of humanity may be taken seriously and applied so that the souls upon this earth may aspire towards higher truth and greater light within them. For this is a most important time in the history of humanity. It is crucial, for a great change is coming. For each individual soul, the question must be asked whether they are willing to awaken from their slumbers, from their ignorance, from their fears and apprehensions, and come to the truth of their own existence as beautiful souls of God's creation. As such, may they stretch beyond the mundane to something higher and more extraordinary as an expression of their souls in the world, for each soul has the potential to do so. Each soul may indeed awaken to their own personal potentials, the wonderment of their souls which far exceeds that of their mental capacities to perceive and know the truth, so to perceive the world and the universe beyond that which is limited by the intellectual faculties of humanity. Today I wish to speak about the nature of the universe and what possibilities may be realized and perceived by the souls of men provided they are developed to such a degree that they may not be limited by their intellectual capacities of the mind, but freed by a soul awakened to its own potentials. There have been many questions asked by your scientists and by most individuals who live in this world. Are we alone in the universe? Is there nothing in that vast expanse of space that we perceive from the earth plane, other than our own creation and existence? When one considers how truly vast the physical universe is, and indeed how even this expanse is multiplied by various levels or layers, dimensions of reality, the universe of God's creation truly is seemingly limitless. Although there is a limit to God's creation, His universe, it is something which even a soul developed and awakened in divine love could not possibly comprehend. Its vastness is, to a great extent and understanding, eternal in nature. Given this truth, is it not a reasonable idea, even to the material mind, that God has seeded His universe, His creation, with life? Considering the varieties of life that have existed on your planet in the past and the present, you might imagine the great variety of life that exists elsewhere in the universe. Your scientists are now beginning to realize that there are many planets, many systems in the known universe which have the possibility of harboring life. Indeed, what your scientists have observed is merely a very small fraction of what exists. There are planets in the physical universe that harbor life. Some are much older in their evolution and progression than others. Your Earth is actually quite young in its evolution and progress, towards those ends that God has intended, and will be fulfilled sometime in the future. 
I have come to say that there are many beings in the universe similar to yourselves. In fact, the template that God has used over and over again on various planets is quite similar. The conditions for life, as your scientists have come to realize, can be replicated and are replicated throughout the universe. Within the parameters of these conditions, plant and animal life exists, each somewhat unique in their expressions and the existences in the various planets, adapting to the variations that exist there. Indeed, there are children of God like yourselves who possess a soul. In possessing a soul, certain criteria and physical attributes are present because of the possession of a soul which to a degree determines its genetic makeup. Those individuals who inhabit places far beyond your earthly realm indeed look very human, although there may be some variations, facial expressions, and physical components that may be somewhat different from yourselves. I have had the privilege of communicating with many individuals on many other planets. Of all the individuals that I have met, all the creatures of God's creation that exist, that I have encountered, all are beautiful, all have a certain familiarity, all I may consider brothers and sisters, all are in harmony with God's creations. As you might suspect, some planets are very highly evolved. When I say this, I am referring to their spirituality. Some are not highly evolved whatsoever. Those humans who live upon these planets express a rudimentary and very animalistic nature. But in time, as God's purpose and intention for life continues to unfold and evolve, they will come to a place of spiritual sophistication and their physical beauty that reflects this. Indeed, there are many scientific and material manifestations that allow for a life lived in harmony with the various planets in which these individuals live and the laws which God has set forth for the harmonious operation of these planets. There are many questions today as to whether these unworldly souls have visited your planet. Indeed, they have. Although much of the information that is given is distorted, and certainly the ideas proffered by those who have studied these situations lean more towards a conspiracy designed to control the thoughts of men, this is often the result of men's imaginations, extrapolations of information that has been revealed regarding this situation. But indeed, your planet has been observed by others, for this planet is on the cusp of something very important, since your world is undergoing a great transformation and a great decision. This has happened throughout the universe multiple times with multiple civilizations rising and falling as a result of the decisions made by those who inhabit these places. It is of great interest to your brothers and sisters who are engaged in observing the universe and all its workings, but who do not live here but elsewhere. They wish to see how those upon our earth react and respond to the changing conditions that are here. While humanity has made great strides in material observations and creations, it has not advanced to any great degree in its spiritual potentials. This dichotomy is of special interest to those I speak of, for in most cases a civilization has advanced because it has ensured the balance between its physical nature 
and spiritual nature. In this way, advancement has been steady and considered rather than what to them appears to be a chaotic situation. As I have spoken of before, humanity has developed its mental capacities to a great degree and can indeed go much further, but without being governed by the wisdom of the soul and understanding of the nature of God's universe, this progress may bring about greater destruction and pain in your world rather than greater harmony and the extension of many possibilities and understandings of the nature of the universe. God's intention is that humanity may express itself and go further upon the path of its evolution and opening of many potentials that will bring about a more harmonious life. Indeed, those whom I speak of who do not live on this planet have done so in this way. Indeed, they have great wisdom and a great desire to foster their brothers and sisters in the universe which you are a part of, and bring them to a clearer understanding and knowledge of how to utilize higher knowledge for the benefit of all. It is unusual that a planet contains such a diverse development of mindful realities and emotional expressions that bring about much pain. The usual course of progress is that greater harmony is achieved as technologies, knowledge, and scientific understanding progress in tandem with spiritual awakening. Yet, in this world, you have gone against this usual form of progression and contradicted the laws of progression, yet still continue to move forward in many ways while resisting the development of your higher selves. Indeed, those brothers and sisters of which I speak will not interfere with your free will, for they understand this law as a foundational law of the universe. So they observe and wait to see what they might do to assist humanity, and have to some extent offered their assistance, although this is not widely known in your world. Humanity has become a great danger to itself. It has great knowledge to some degree of things of this world and this universe, but rather than use these things in a way that brings harmony and is a reflection of God's universal laws towards harmony and further progress, humanity has often brought destruction and pain as a reflection of this knowledge, utilizing it in ways that contravene God's laws. As you can imagine, mortals are of great interest to those who observe the universe. Whether they be mortals themselves or spirits, there is a great concern and great interest and great compassion. Those souls who have mastered the ability to travel in the universe are greatly advanced spiritually as well as technologically. Many who come to observe this world do not require vehicles and material platforms in which to travel the vast distances of space. Rather, they have come to master the potentials of the soul which allows one to travel with their spirit body, or astral body as some have come to label it, to other places in the universe. In fact, every soul has this potential and possibility, but indeed it must be developed as a soul must be developed in light and knowledge. With these gifts developed, it is possible to conduct trade from one planet to another by materializing and dematerializing material goods back and forth between planets. This is done quite frequently between those planets whose mortals are well developed in their spiritual nature and understanding of the workings and laws of creation. This too is possible for those of you on earth 
provided you have grown into greater light and understanding, and have within you a measure of love, compassion, and reverence for life. So I bring these examples forth for you to consider, so that you may see that you have indeed within you great potentials, and that humanity has within it great potentials. The world which you know now may be transformed and may join in with the many planets in your universe as a partner exploring, expressing, and interconnecting together as a great body of what I will call humanity. Yet within your own world, some of you cannot recognize those who look different from yourselves as equal brothers and sisters. Until you can do so, those from other planets would not come and reveal themselves to you because of the gross spiritual immaturity of humanity. What would ensue would be more a reflection of fear than appreciation of these individual beings. There are so many issues in your world which need your attention, which need to be uplifted into light before these beings can come and reveal themselves fully to you. Indeed, this can be a great prize that may be awarded to this world if it is willing to go beyond the human condition as it stands and create greater light in your world. Great effort is being made by all of us in the higher realms of spirit to help uplift your world. As I have said, even efforts from those from other planets are being made to help humanity in its own salvation and awakening. Progress often happens in leaps and bounds, so there is a possibility of much progress happening at great speed if humanity is willing to forgo its petty ideas, concepts, and paradigms that are of the human constructs rather than that of God. If humanity is willing to humble itself and realize that it is time to put away their great spiritual immaturity and seek to grow and become enlightened and bring light to itself, then the possibilities of which I am speaking today may be realized in the near future. Unfortunately, there is great ignorance in your world where so many do not even consider that they are souls upon a great journey and that their progression continues with the potential to be for all eternity. Fear rules your world, beloved souls. Fear of the unknown. Fear of your brothers and sisters who are not of your world, but of theirs. Fear of one another, fear of pain, fear of love. So much is feared and so little is embraced by the mind and soul. Yet you have come to realize the possibilities of your mind to a great extent, but are fearful of those things that are not as tangible as those many scientific discoveries that you have made. Your salvation lies in the intangible resources of your own soul, and those faculties of the mind which will allow you to communicate, not only with one another, outside of words and thoughts, to something higher of the soul and with those of other planets as well. Such great potentials lie within humanity. Misunderstood, mistrusted, misinterpreted, and are not brought to the fore because of the limited thinking and fearful projections put upon these things. It is time for humanity to step beyond fear and to enter into the realms of possibilities that God has given to each individual soul, to see for oneself that there is nothing to fear but a great deal to gain through their endeavors to awaken their own potentials. Indeed, it is the nature of humanity to master all that it encompasses, to have control, 
to feel that it is dominating all things within its grasp. This approach is of error. As I have said, having the humility to walk in the world in grace and embrace all in love will open the doors to greater knowledge, greater spiritual development, and even intellectual development. The great anecdote to fear is love. Each and every individual must decide for themselves whether they will embrace love and express love, whether it be the love that they have innately within them or the love which God may place within their souls. Whatever the reflection of that choice may be, it will bring greater light to your world. As your world begins to brighten, so it will draw those beings of light. Whether it be physical or spiritual, they will come and assist humanity in its reconstruction, releasing the old ways and adopting the new. Those ways that are more in alignment with God's creation and foster love rather than fear, those many ways that will bring great benefit to all of humanity. It is not that the world lacks the ways and means of accomplishing this. It is that the world lacks the desire to do so. Unfortunately, humanity embraces its intellectual capacities and mindful notions as truth, and that all that does not fit within this paradigm and perception is not of truth. This great skepticism, this weary and pervasive perspective, continues to work against the progress of humanity, for you can see for yourselves that the world is suffering greatly. You can see how the physical world is responding in dramatic ways to the influence of humanity upon it. Although the self-deceit that humanity continues to harbor and nurture works against their true progress as children of God, so much must change before greater possibilities and avenues of progress and enlightenment are achieved. There is so much that can come to assist humanity in its awakening. There are so many resources, both in the material universe and the spiritual universe, that can be directed towards humanity, given its willingness to be open to it and desire it. Desire is a great and powerful thing. It may bring wondrous blessings and benefits, or it may bring terrible darkness and despair. When humanity comes to understand the great power of its own thoughts, desires, and needs, and comes to direct these aspects of being toward greater light and progress, then movement forward will take place. Indeed, there are some upon our planet who are somewhat enlightened and understand these things. Often their example and possibly leadership is ignored in favor of deduction, scientific proof, and mindful correlations which bring about material truth. So the great dilemmas of humanity continue to unfold. Great resources for light, God's great blessing which empowers these resources, and all that is good and of light are poised to flood your world and help uplift humanity. But indeed, the thought conditions and desires of humanity make for a great barrier to these blessings and benedictions upon your world. There are cracks here and there in this great barrier of darkness. We are working diligently to help increase those avenues of light in your world, but it requires many more individuals, mortals upon this world, to desire and to express a deep need. To desire and to express a deep need for change and healing and enlightenment of your world. Without your partnership and efforts to bring spiritual truth to the world, there will be even greater suffering, chaos, and problems. 
I have assured you in the past, and continue to assure you, change is coming, and there is a great force that will bring change and bring light to your world. That force comes from God, and it is bringing its influence and effects upon your world. Those who are open and compliant to God's will, who approach this change with humility, with faith and love, will benefit greatly from what is coming. Those who continue to resist, living in fear and cannot release fear, will experience terrible consequences, for the time has come for humanity to relinquish its illusions that they control and possess this world, for they do not. This is God's world, the world that God has created for a purpose that God has designated. Humanity is compelled to understand this. The consequence of possessing a soul is that you also possess free will. God will not intervene in regard to your free will. There are always consequences to your actions, my friends, always a response to every thought and every deed of every mortal upon this world. Collectively, you have created a substantial heritage of darkness in your world. It is now time to rectify this, for the power of your collective condition has endangered the vitality of this world. God will not allow His creation to be violated to such an extent that it cannot function in the way that it's intended to, and will bring about forces and consequences that will rectify the situation. As I have said, you are on the cusp of great change. Great change will come whether you are willing to embrace and accept it or not. Indeed, a wise soul will come to read the signs, the conditions, the manifestations in your world, which indicate that there is a great need for adjustment and change in order to bring great harmony. It is a soul awakened that can see this and know this. It is a soul awakened that, in times to come, will be able to truly understand the nature of the universe, the beauty of the universe, and the potentials that they possess as a member of that universe. This will not come overnight, but with great change and also great responses of light and encouragement and upliftment, it can come more swiftly than you might imagine. So humanity waits and continues to nurture its illusions, continues to see the world from its limited perspective, continues to be governed by fear, prejudice, and limited thinking. But all of these things will be wiped away in the great reconciliation between God and man. Great potentials will be released within humanity as it comes to embrace these reformations of thought and understanding of their true nature. It will be a renaissance that will be guided by spiritual thought rather than material thought. In time, both of these elements, these forces, will come together and create harmony in your world and open great avenues of understanding, of communication with many beings and with those higher spirits and angels upon your world. Humanity's understanding of life will change dramatically. There will be greater progress and understanding of their own spiritual nature. There will even be leaps in technological areas and greater harmonization of the many nations and races upon this planet. What is coming is a great blessing, and what is coming will change everything. In the end, great rewards will be bestowed upon those who are willing to see with the eyes of their souls and understand their relationship with creation and with their Creator. 
I say these things to encourage you all, to inspire you towards higher things, that you indeed sit upon the cusp of a great leap in the evolution of humanity. This you will experience within your lifetimes. You will experience this deeply, profoundly, and it will change you, and it will change all in its path. So I have spoken much about the things that in some ways entertain your minds more than your souls, but I wish to inspire you and to perk up your interest in what the potentials of humanity may be in the material plane, that all of these things are predicated upon a desire to grow spiritually and to express oneself in this world from the perspective of love, consideration, harmony, and peace. So you must nurture these things within you, and come to understand your true natures, your true selves. Come to understand your relationship with your Creator. Come to understand the great gift of life and what can come of this gift, this great blessing of a material form upon a material plane. I encourage you to continue to pray for God's divine love to awaken your soul in this way, so that as conditions progress and change comes, you will be ready and you will enthusiastically invite those changes which will awaken many things. Be strong within your souls, beloveds. Be strong and clear. Act with integrity, with love. Be a light in the world. Walk in the truth. Be a channel of love. These things will do more for the benefit of humanity than anything else you might do. To be a light is a powerful example and expression of the potentials of an individual soul, for that soul has aligned itself with God, and in so doing will be a greater expression of God's will and intention for humanity. They will find themselves in positions of respect, even admiration by those souls who continue to seek and desire awakening. There is much you can do with each moment and each day. God places before you many opportunities to express light, to serve humanity, to be a light and an instrument of God's will in the world. May you come to realize these things in ever greater measure as you walk the world as God's child upon it. You are deeply blessed, beloved souls, for all who wish to follow the path of love will be deeply blessed and will assist God in ushering in this new era of peace, love, and truth, and all that will come with it. God bless you, my beloved friends. I am your brother and friend, Jesus. My love is with you. My love is with you all as you continue upon this journey of awakening towards the light, towards peace, towards God. God bless you.